Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Good morning, good morning. Welcome back. If you guys are new here, I'm Caitlin, not your typical fitness lover. We actually have another not your typical fitness lover today, Brinley. So I can't wait for this conversation. But in case you guys don't follow me on Instagram or TikTok, I wanted to just announce that your girl came out with a collab with Every Jewels. Truly like a full circle moment. I actually remember writing in my journal a year ago that I wanted to manifest a collaboration with a brand that I really loved that was centered around self-love. And that's exactly this. It's a Valentine's Day collection. So definitely go look at the pictures because I feel like I can't explain it how as how cute it is. But it actually is a love you necklace that reads backwards so when you wear it and you look in the mirror it reads love you back to yourself super cute you can actually wear it the other way too if you just want it to read love you but I'm so excited about it it's exactly what I wanted I designed it we went through samples it was just such a fun process and I hope you guys love it so I wanted to come on right before the episode and just let you guys know and we also have matching self-love socks which are really cute but let's get into today's episode. I'm going to bring on Brindley. Just wanted to give that quick little reminder if you guys didn't see it on Instagram or TikTok. I'm also giving a PR box away on my YouTube channel. So definitely go on there and check it out. I'm going to post that video this week. But let's bring on Miss Brindley. Welcome to the pod. <laughs> hello, hello. I am so excited to be here. So I'm Brindley, Brindley Joyner. Um, I am 24. I'm actually about to turn 25 very soon in like a month. And whenever I introduce myself as far as like what to do, I feel like every month or every season that I introduce myself, it's so different because I'm always like picking up new little hobbies and stuff like that. But right now, I would say like my main introduction is I'm an online trainer. I have my own app. I do social media full time. I also just started a company of Healthy Hot Cocoa. So I guess I can technically call myself like an entrepreneur now too. There are so many like parts of me, but I mean, overall, I'm just like a girl, like any of us trying to live a healthy, happy life. And that's really all that matters. So I'm so excited to have you. I saw you went to Pilates this morning. Yes. Or hot yoga. So oh, it was hot yoga. Similar. Very close. Yeah. It looks so fun. Hot yoga. It's pretty much a Pilates class. It's like a mix between yoga and Pilates, but it's very fast paced and almost like dance movements. And then infrared lights up top. So it's intense, but. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Every time you go, I always want to come because the studio has so much natural lighting. So I feel like it's so good for the morning. Yes. And the chandelier and it's amazing. 
you actually inspired me because when we were texting to set this episode up, you were like, well, I go to hot Pilates or hot yoga and then I'll be home by 10 and then we can record. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do the exact same thing. So I woke up and I like yes. went to spin. Oh, it's so fun. I miss spin. That is one of the workouts I've been lacking on so much because I don't have a studio here in Destin. And I don't even know if you know this, but I used to teach spin and my body like craves that workout. I need to come to OC more and go with you because I miss yes. that so much. I like that you say that there's always just like a different version of you that you have to introduce because I feel the exact same way, but I also feel like that's because we both kind of like try to live in the moment and try to try new things out and stuff. So it's just naturally, you're going to have different passions at different times. And like, even you four months ago, you lived in Hawaii. Now you live in Florida. (laughs) Absolutely. Always changing, always evolving. Yes. Well, I told Brinley to prepare some not your typical obsessions and dislikes. So we'll go into that before we start talking. And then We'll talk more about all of her businesses, how she stays productive, all of that, because I know a lot of you guys are interested in that. I put like a question box on my Instagram to ask you guys questions and a lot had to do with like productivity, how to stay positive, motivated, all that. Love it. But I'll go first with my obsession. I wrote down something that I feel like you've probably done before, but I've never done this. I was like driving home yesterday and I passed this little hike that Hunter and I usually go on like on the weekends because it's just like a little bit extra. You have to park far away, walk to it, all of that. And I was like, I should just go hike alone for a second and just like be in nature because I never, ever do that ever alone. And then I did it and it was so fun. And I'm like, I want to make myself do this once a week or have the goal of doing something like that alone, like going to the beach or going on a walk or hike. And it was super fun. I mean, it wasn't like a full, full hike. That. It was more like a walk, but it was really fun. That That is awesome. I love doing stuff alone too. I feel like up until maybe a year ago or maybe two years ago, I was so nervous to do stuff alone. Like I thought it would be the weirdest thing ever if I took myself to lunch and just like sat there. Like I had this idea of like, what would people look at me if they pass by and just saw me like as a loner, but I've grown to love it so much. And like, it fosters this new peace and like contentness with just you, like actually getting to know yourself and just like sitting with yourself is so beneficial, I think on so many levels. So that's awesome. Especially like in nature too, that adds a whole different dynamic to it. Just being out in nature alone is such good character building. I feel like. Yes. I definitely want to like make that a goal for every week. Cause I feel like even at the beginning of the week or just like kind of like on a Sunday reset or something it's a good way to kind of check in with yourself and not go on your phone and like I just was I didn't even listen to a podcast I was just like watching the water and I felt very lucky that we were close to something like that I go on walks alone a lot too and I usually put a podcast on because I'm typically a multitasker and I'm like well if I'm gonna get my steps in I can also learn something and I can do this and answer emails and yada 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 but the times that I do just like completely zone out and just like listen to the waves and like listen to the natural sounds and like check in with all my senses when I'm just by myself those are the times I come back from the walk with feeling like my cup is actually filled up and not really like drained or empty and I think like when you can get alone and actually just be so present like that is amazing 100% I fully agree wow yours seemed so like awesome and mine seems kind of silly compared but basically I got a new coffee setup and it's not just any coffee setup. Like I went crazy on this and I've been going through this phase of like wanting to kind of get rid of clutter and like crappy stuff in my house. Maybe things that I didn't really like think would be valuable. Like if I, hmm, for instance, I got a coffee machine that was like $25 four years ago. Right. 
and it spills a little bit. It has like cracks. It's not very nice. And in my head, I just had a switch where I started wanting to get quality stuff. So I ended up like getting the coffee machine that I really, really wanted. And I just like saved up and got it. And I made a cute little corner and did this whole thing. And when I tell you, it wakes me up like completely different. Like I wake up so excited and motivated to go downstairs and make my coffee. And it's like, again, it sounds so silly and simple, but having something that like just to wake up to and be part of your morning routine has been so cool for me. So that is my obsession of the week is my little coffee stand. (laughs) I don't think that's silly at all. I'm a firm believer that your coffee can transform your day. Like if I don't like my coffee, I will have just not not a good day. My coffee consists of, so I do my like black coffee from the machine I was talking about. And then I do just almond milk, um, collagen, a little bit of MCT oil and cinnamon. And then like you said, the sprinkle of coconut sugar on top and it is out of this world. Something about the sugar, like when you take that first sip off the top, you're just always going to taste the coconut sugar. So it makes each sip just like perfect. Yeah. I have to try that. I'm a coffee connoisseur, so I'm very surprised I've never tried that. So I'm excited. I'll report back next week. (laughs) Do it. Do it. I love that. Um, my dislike from the week is I just was like super burned out last week because I don't know if you saw, but I was studying for my personal training license and it was the week before. So I was just like cramming. Thank you. I was just cramming so much into those, like the final five days. So I fully burned myself out and I feel like I'm still recovering from that. And even just not like falling through with things that I normally do, like kind of picking up my house every night and cooking at home, just like the little things that we do naturally. I wasn't doing any of those things and I was not having a sleep schedule, anything. And it kind of just goes to show how much that actually affects us because it's almost a week later. And I still like yesterday, I was literally looking at myself in the mirror, like, come on, like, let's get back to it. Why is this taking so long to kind of snap back? Absolutely. Yeah. So I just have still felt a little bit of burnout, but we're working through it. We're getting, we're getting back. (laughs) Absolutely. I feel that. Well, first off, congrats. That is so awesome. I know NASM is like one of the hardest things to do with their personal training. So that is really, really cool that you got through it. Thank you. But I also feel you on like energy drainers, like even though it's something that you were able to drain your energy for like a good reason, like obviously you had this massive goal and you crushed it, but like that still drained your energy. And I feel like that happens a lot of times with big goals like that. So like the lashback or kind of like the whip backstage can last what seems like weeks sometimes, but just, you know, taking little steps to get back to it. I feel like we all go through waves like that sometimes. Yeah, but for sure. Um, okay, mine, I hope I can say this on here, but I'm about to start my period, right? It's that time of the month. And I think my dislike is just like the week leading up to that. Like, it's always so hard for me. I'm a very sensitive person and very like in tune with my body at all times. And every single week, like I swear, it it really never gets better. It's just like, it's crazy how much it can affect your mental and your physical body. Like the mental state is kind of just like, I notice my thoughts can easily turn negative. My thoughts can easily turn just like, I don't know, I, on a regular basis, they're usually positive and full of gratitude and all these things. But the week before my period, I swear they're completely different. I feel like a new human. And then also physical wise, like I feel like my body just takes on like this puffiness and this like, I don't know, it's just like this different feeling of myself. So I'm going through that this week, but we're getting through it. And I think the good thing is like, you know, it's coming so you can prepare yourself and have all the little, little things you got to do to get through that week. But I would say my dislike is just being in the 
that right now. <laughs> yeah, I actually couldn't agree more because I'm also on my week before my period and I also oh, no feel it the worst. Yeah, I like, I've always said yeah. that I feel my period the week before more than my actual week. So when I say to people like Me on my too. YouTube, not to people, but like if I'm filming, I'll be like, oh, I'm on my period. Most of the time it's the week before because that's when I like yes. all those emotions and everything. And I have seen TikToks of people going into like, the phases with the menstrual menstrual cycle and we do tend to overthink and feel more negative the week before so something that does help me yeah. when I feel like that on my period is just knowing the root of it is my period so sometimes I'll just be like spiraling and spiraling and something that helps me is just knowing why I'm spiraling because sometimes it's so frustrating when we're like why do we feel sad why do we feel sad so just having that knowledge of knowing okay it's the week before my period let's put a pin in it maybe yes. we'll think about this next week and like revisit whatever we're freaking out about because most of the time by the time we get back to it it's like this small compared to what it feels like Absolutely. in the moment so yeah that's we're so very true. similar I feel like everything is just like yes I feel like everything is just like hyper focused when you're on your period. Like I'll have Lucas has to remind me sometimes I'll be crying for literally no reason. Like the dumbest silly thing. Like I dropped my scrambled eggs or something and I just start crying. And Lucas is like, don't worry. Like you're about to start your period. That's all it is. And it's just like a sweet reminder. Like you're not crazy. This happens every single month. You know this. <laughs> yeah. I always know it's coming. Like the first sign is when I'm starting to cry when I'm watching TikToks when normally I'm like laughing or like, <laughs> just whatever mindlessly scrolling but if I start crying at a TikTok I'm like okay it's it's about to be the week it's coming <laughs> let's get into some of the questions I have for you today I wanted to start with just asking you what your three non-negotiables in life are because I really look up to you and just all of your content because I feel like what comes across is how positive you are and even when I met you in person like instantly I was just like whoa she is so amazing like you're literally a ray of sunshine I don't know how else to put it so what would you say is three things either weekly monthly whatever it is three non-negotiables that you have in your life awesome well first off thank you that is like the sweetest compliment ever I'm really glad that you feel that way but I would say I think the first one is probably movement um and when I say movement I don't mean specifically like a hit workout a strength training workout but just finding any type of feel-good movement in your day, that's what I preach nonstop because I think movement is so much more than just like doing something for your body, but it's so deeply connected to your mental state and your spirit and just like everything, they're all interconnected. So I think basically when I wake up, there's like a couple of things I do for my morning routine, but one of them is just kind of asking my body, like checking in and saying like, what do you feel like doing for movement today? And just kind of going with that. And a lot of the times for me, it's either a workout class or working out of my gym with weights, but sometimes it's like going for a long walk or going swimming or, you know, even like doing errands around or uh, little things around the house and putting on music music and just like dancing around picking up clothes doing laundry like stuff like that it can be the simplest type of movement but I think like prioritizing that every single day and finding just little ways to move your body throughout the day is something super super important to me um, I think it, there's like so many things that go into that too because not only does it give your body energy and it like allows you to feel like vibrant throughout the day, but it also like releases endorphins. It keeps your mind clear. It like reduces stress. So there's so many like reasons that go deeper than just like your physical appearance or whatever that movement is important for, for me. Um, so that'd be my number one. I would say my number two is to really like 
practice and be consistent in my faith. And like, for me, I'm Christian, so I believe in God, but whatever anybody like that is listening believes in, I think just like having something that you can look forward to in your day to like know that there's something just so much bigger than you out there and kind of just like have faith in. So whether it's another religion or manifestation or like whatever you want to believe in of like a higher power, I think it's so important to be able to connect to that throughout the day because it really grounds you. And I don't know, it gives you like a bigger worldview of like everything is just about me. It's actually about like so much more than me. And I think that thought just in itself like solves so many problems in our life and takes like the, um, I guess the pressure of like having it all together or be perfect in your life, it kind of takes that away. So I think just focusing on my faith, for me that specifically specifically looks like um, prayer throughout the day. And when I like talk about prayer, I think a lot of people that maybe have never been in a faith before or have never really experienced with praying before, they think of it as like a set, like at 9am, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to like do this and I'm going to pray. But for me, it's more like throughout the day, kind of like prayer without ceasing. So like, I don't know, going on a walk and like feeling the sunshine and just thinking in my head, like, God, thank you so much for the sunshine that makes me feel good. And like, heals my body and whatever. And when I sit down for a meal, like, thank you God for this meal that energizes me, nourishes me and kind of stuff like that. So it's nothing very specific, but it's just like in a constant state of gratitude and prayer. Um, yeah. So number one is movement. Number two is like faith and just working on my faith. Number three, gosh, this is hard because there's so many like little non-negotiables. Um, I would say, I would say human connection. Like I think all the times that I look back and remember being in like a darker headspace or a darker place were the times where I wasn't connected to people and like in relationship with people and like going out and meeting people and stuff like that. So I think finding a way, whether it's a phone call, a text message, actually meeting up or just like any type of real in-person human connection is so important. Um, and that's easier said than done for me because I'm married and I know people listening to, listening to this that, you know, aren't married or don't have like their person, their best friend or whatever might hear that and be like, well, that's easy for you. You have a husband. But like even before when I was totally single, just going out and getting a simple coffee with a friend makes all of the difference in your day and in your mindset and in your life, just like having someone to talk to. So yeah, that would be my third one. Yeah. I love all of those. I feel like something too that all of those have in like they relate to each other is they're just things that you're doing physically or emotionally that you don't have to wake up and do they're not things like breathing or drinking water but they're the extra things that you actually dedicate time to do for yourself like the movement like praying like going and meeting a friend for coffee they're the things that kind of take your lifestyle to the extra mile and I think that's something that I've realized has really changed my life because sometimes I'll catch myself when I feel low I notice it's because I'm just kind of going through the motions I'm waking up I'm just jumping on my computer responding to the emails I have to respond to filming what I have to film and that's just not the way that I want to live my life every day I want to be able to wake up and think okay what can I do for myself and lately I've been saying I want to live my life like it's a vacation because you know when you're on vacation you really want to like seize the day you always yes. wake up and even like Hunter who really loves to sleep in he's like let's wake up early when it's on vacation so I try to have that mindset throughout the week and I definitely feel like that's a way that you live your life and you really inspired that actually in yeah, me I because even with your movement I feel 
I always am seeing you doing different things, like you said, and you really will wake up and think, okay, well, what do I want to do today? Not what do I have to do? Or what did I plan this week? It's really in the moment, which I think is really inspiring. And it also helps with that inspiration. So I feel like if anybody listening does struggle with that motivation, I feel like you probably get questions like this too. How do you stay motivated every day? How do you stay consistent? And I think it really is just following through with how you know your body reacts and what your body loves. So I think that those answers were just like perfect. I love that. Going off of kind of how a lot of people will ask how we stay motivated or what do you do on the days where you wake up and you don't feel motivated? What piece of advice would you give someone who struggles with that? Mm-hmm. I love that. I think I actually saw a TikTok. So this, I can't give credit to myself for this one, but it's a TikTok I saw a couple months ago and it's really stuck with me in my head. And it was like, what do you do when you're unmotivated? And then it like clipped to the next screen and it was like, do it unmotivated. And so it's just the simplicity of like, if you wake up unmotivated, you can still stick to that like, rough routine or whatever like type of kind of schedule you've had you can do that whole schedule unmotivated like I think we tend to wake up and say like oh I'm unmotivated I'm just not going to do it today or I'm unmotivated I don't feel like doing it but um I think if you can switch your mindset to like it doesn't matter if I wake up unmotivated or motivated I'm still going to do the same thing and of course you can like have grace for yourself and feel yourself out like if you wake up extremely sore extremely tired I'm not saying like go do that crazy workout but I'm saying be okay with sometimes being uncomfortable and doing it anyways because there's definitely days that I wake up and I'm just like I didn't get the full amount of sleep that I wanted to or I just wake up feeling a little bit bleh but sticking to the routine that I had set always makes me feel so much better so if I knew that I wanted to go to the gym I'm gonna get myself there I'm gonna at least walk at least get sweating I feel like the days where we do push ourselves and we're not feeling motivated those are the days that make us better So it's a win-win situation when you just kind of get yourself to do what you know makes you feel good. I saw that obviously you just started a business too on top of everything, which it already is a business, social media, your app, all that. But on top of it, running a physical product-based business is just like a huge other endeavor, which I'm sure you have faced struggles with that. And that also requires a lot of motivation on top of everything else that you do. Would you say that you've struggled with starting a business or like, is there any struggles that you face that maybe you weren't expecting after starting a business? Yeah. So this is actually, I've never talked about this like publicly before. So if you're listening, this is the first time I've ever like spoken about it, but we did start our business and the launch went good at first and then absolutely terrible. So we launched and everything went amazing the first like couple of days. And then our manufacturer actually like really shot us in the foot, so to speak, for lack of a better terms, and pretty much delayed our process of getting shipments out for almost a month. And mind you, this is something we've been working on for a full year. We had the shipping supposed to be shipped out two days after people ordered, and we're so excited. We literally went to Hawaii for this launch. Like we had a launch party, all this stuff, and then just turned around, everybody ordered, and they didn't start getting their products until like a month later. And if also, if anybody is listening that ordered Kaizos and that happened to you, first off, so sorry, so sorry. But it's crazy like to think the very beginning of that and everything that's led up to that, there were so many little struggles that we just could not prepare for or expect starting a company for the first time. So there's definitely been like seasons and 
I mean, it's only been up for a couple of months now, but there's definitely been seasons where we felt extremely unmotivated by just random events that happen and things like little letdowns like that. But I think we've gotten to a place now where we kind of worked out all the kinks and got everything going that it's gotten a lot better. But yeah. I think in the initial stages, like everything was brand new and there was definitely days like even I think like the rest of the second half of the time we were in Hawaii, I was seriously in such a bad headspace because of everything that was happening there. It was hard to get up and work on it because we were just going through like a season of disappointment and what happened and everything. Um, and even in those times, like I, like I said, like do it unmotivated. We really just had to like get up, get to work, get going with it. And it ends up working out in the long run and everything is going really smoothly now, but there, yeah, to answer your question, there's definitely seasons of, you know, hard times there. Yeah. Well, I know it's all worked out now, so congratulations, but I'm very sorry that happened because I feel like it's so hard when you picture the way you want something to come out and then something happens along the way and it's just like so hard to push through that. I'm definitely bad at that. Like, cause I always picture things exactly the way I want it. And I'm such a planner that I want it to just be like, okay, so seamless X, Y, Z going through your guys's head when that happened. Like, how did you even push through that? It was so hard because honestly, like we've started multiple little businesses in the past. Like I actually sold activewear uh, two years ago. I sold activewear for about a year and it just like really wasn't my thing at the end of the day. And we've also done eBooks. Like we've done multiple little side hustle businesses, but this was the first one that we put responsibility in someone else's hands by having it at a warehouse where they manufacture and they ship it out like every other thing we've done in the past, it was all on us. Like if there was a deadline, we could make it because we were the ones in charge. But this was the first time we trusted another company to like ship things out and help us. So we kind of like gave up control. And I'm a big control freak. Like I like to do it my way. I like to count on myself and bet on myself and know that I can get it done. So that was really hard to like open my hands up and give that trust. And then once I did and that happened, it was like, oh my gosh, like this felt like the end of the world. Like it was really, really hard. So we kind of just handled everything as professionally as we could in terms of like the people that did order. We were extremely transparent with them. And like we sent them email updates with like my face on a video, like explaining the situation, talking to them, like apologizing, refunding, all the things, which I think looking back, like we were able to turn a negative into such a positive with that because it really did feel like the end of the world from a business standpoint of a launch. But at the same time, we built such a trust with our audience and with um, the people that did order and were able to be extremely vulnerable with them. And now those people that went through that at launch are the people that are reordering now, posting so much, like they're really bought into the community of Kaisos and the product. And I think like seeing that kind of shift from a low to actually a really positive impact was really cool and really motivating and knowing like we did everything we could to handle it professionally and be honest and be vulnerable with like what happened. I think we did it the best we could and it ended up being a really positive. Yeah. I'm proud of you because I wouldn't even have thought like of the whole video, everything. And as the consumer side of it, because I did get the cocoa and it's amazing. If you guys haven't tried it, you guys need to order it. But um, (laughs) I just recently got it actually. And I didn't know anything going on behind the scenes, but I did know that it was coming and I was super excited to get it. So I was definitely like, Oh, I need like, when is it coming? And the good part of it too, is like, once it comes and like product speaks for itself, it's almost like everything else was just background noise. And like, at the end of the day, the most important thing is the effort you put into it, the product and you know, like those little things you can't control are frustrating, but 
they're not like yeah. a make or break for you and your company. So if anyone listening has a company and you have those like setbacks in the moment, but the big picture, those little things almost just go away. Thank you. That's really confirming. Since you do have so many companies, like you have said, you've tried different things. You have a dog, you have a marriage, like just so much is going on. And I definitely can speak on the fact that social media is a full-time job. It's super time-consuming mentally, physically, and it's just like 100% a very structured and hard job, even if it doesn't look like it on the surface. And then on top of it, you add a business. Do you ever feel like that burnout feeling, would you say? Yeah, I definitely have gone through a couple seasons of burnout in the past. I feel like I have come to a place where I know like when I start getting to that line of like, I'm about to get burnout, I can sense it really well now. And I draw back a little bit. So it hasn't happened in a while. But um, I think like when I do start getting to that line, it just takes a lot of intentionality and things that I know to like, calm my mind down to de-stress to like separate and kind of like, just get back to like presence with myself. Um, but in the past, like for sure, I've gotten burnt out multiple times. And I think it all comes out of like it, burnout happens because you're working really hard for something that you're passionate for. Like, so it is a good thing ultimately, but like the actual burnout itself just really sucks. And knowing that you can like find a balance from like still working incredibly hard and like being passionate about something. But when you start getting to that point, like just have things in your head that, you know, okay, I got to draw back on this a little bit. I feel this coming. I know this feeling like I have to just calm down and like de-stress a little bit. So, yeah, I think it's manageable, but it's definitely hard when you, when you are in that season of burnout. Yeah. I think it also comes down to kind of knowing yourself and like the warning signs of it. And yes, just like how we were talking about our period, we know when it's coming. So sometimes (laughs) you have to like prepare and maybe spend extra time on yourself that week and stuff. How do you like de-stress? What are your favorite ways to de-stress? I think I always say movement right away because it's always a top thing that comes to my head. But I think in terms of like preventing burnout, the type of movement that really does de-stress me is a long walk um, out in nature, preferably. And just like you said, without a podcast or music or anything, just being alone, like walking out in nature is such a good de-stressor for me. And during that time, um, I actually had a friend in college that taught me this and it's really stuck with me. But she said when she goes on a walk in nature, she goes through all of her senses and she says like, okay, what do I see right now? Like physically, what do I see? Do I see blue skies, the sunshine? Just like ask yourself what you see and acknowledge that. And then, okay, what do I smell right now? Do you smell ocean breeze? Do you smell fresh air? What do I feel? Like how does the actual warmth of warmth of the sun like feel on my skin and literally going through every taste or every sense that you can as a human and just I don't know it really grounds you and kind of like clears your mind of anything that's stressing you out and forces you to be fully present in that moment so that is one like practical exercise I definitely do wait Um, I love that because I've actually been doing that for like the past four years because I had the same situation somebody told me that technique a while ago when I was struggling with anxiety and that's like been the main thing that's helped pull me out of those like if I ever feel like I'm starting a panic attack or anything like that that's always something I go back to but I've never thought to just do that on a walk on like a random Tuesday I usually like resort to that at the very last second when I'm already kind of pushed over the edge so that's probably preventative (laughs) yeah no it's it's such an awesome habit to form um and even if you can do it like in a short 
in a short way every single day. It doesn't have to be a full hour walk. You know, it can be a 15 minute walk where you run through that. And I think connecting, like once you do acknowledge those senses and acknowledge like what you're feeling, connecting each one to gratitude, because it's one thing to just acknowledge it or feel it. But if you can just think like, wow, I am so grateful for the way the sun feels. I am so grateful for blue skies right now. Like that adds a whole different aspect to it too. And just brings like gratitude into your heart, which in turn, like calms your stress levels, calms your cortisol and like helps you walk differently throughout the day. Yeah. I wanted to ask you, do you surf? Yes, I do. I'm not a pro like by any means, but I do surf. I do stand up on the board and ride the waves and I love it. It's so fun. I'm so jealous. That's my biggest goal in life. I don't know if it'll happen this year or five years from now, but I like want to learn how to surf so bad and we've never lived by an ocean. So in me and Hunter's head, we just always are like, it seems like something you would have had to learn when you were younger and like grow to be better at it, like for 10 years. But then we talked to some people who are like, oh no, I like learned a couple years ago. So we have oh, this, for sure. yeah, we have in our head that we're going to become surfers. So next time you're in California, you need to teach us how to surf. We should do it. That would be so fun. Yeah. I it's definitely to. something you can pick up. It's, it's hard in the sense of like, you have to go for a couple of days consistently to get like the muscle memory of like the, the push into the wave and the stand up and everything. But once you have that down, once you have that initial part, it's not hard after that. And it just becomes really fun and really like it connects you so well to nature. I, I love surfing so much. Yay. Well, if you guys see me and Brinley and our husband and boyfriend on a surf trip, you know where it started. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's plan it. <laughs> I'll call you after the podcast. We'll make yes. a plan. Well, let's wrap it up with, I told Brinley to prepare like a little quote that she always goes back to or just something that sticks out to her. Yeah. I just wanted her to like share something with you guys to kind of end off on. Yeah. Um, this is actually one I posted on my Instagram today. And like I was kind of saying at the beginning, I go through like any, I feel like anytime someone asks me my favorite quote, it's always going to be different because I'm a very like changing person, but right now it is act like the person you want to become. And I think it's so powerful because I think if you can like figure out who you want to be in your head and just figure out the actions it actually takes to get to that point it's such an easy and simple path to get there. And I think we make it like very complicated as humans and set up like crazy diets or crazy routines and all this stuff. But if you can just say like, I want to be a person who puts wellness first, who is peaceful, who is kind, and just like give your statement of who you want to be, you can come up with little actions along the way that you can take steps every day to be that person. And I think that's super, super powerful. I love that. I've actually never heard that before. I definitely feel like that's kind of the way I think of different things like confidence, like how I'm sure you've heard if you kind of like act confident, then it starts to be routine and then you become more confident. And it's kind of that same thing. And yeah. yeah, I just love that so much. Thank you for coming on. Seriously. I feel like you need to start your podcast immediately. I would listen to that every single day. <laughs> Thank you. I'm definitely going to talk to you about it. I have listened to multiple of yours and I love them. I love how simple like they're simple and short but they're so impactful and the questions you ask are just incredible I I loved listening to them so thank you you inspire me to do that if anyone's listening where can they find you and like all of your companies and stuff Ooh, there's so many different like social media outlets um we have youtube uh the jfam we have instagram and tiktok are both the same it's just brinley.joiner um kaizos is i have an instagram for it i think the easiest way to like find the website is by going to the instagram so the instagram is just k-a-i-z-o-s 
And I think that's it. I think I covered all of them. Yes. Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. And if you like YouTube, definitely watch your YouTube because I'm such a YouTube person. So I just, that's my favorite of your platforms and they're just really fun to watch. And it feels like just like catching up with friends. But thank <laughs> you so, so much for coming on. It was so fun. Thank you for having me.